Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ascension Soul Wisdom with your host, Reverend James Ellis. Clairvoyant Reverend James Ellis is an ordained minister specializing in holistic living and is a spiritual intuitive counselor. He helps in providing assistance in soul purpose activations for individuals that are seeking soul growth. His practice offers comprehensive healing expansion from the 144th dimension of reality for soul ascension. His intuitive guidance is tailored to meet the needs of each individual. Hey, 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 it's Reverend James, and I'm oh, I'm here. It's Friday. This is very unusual. Usually it's a Monday at 1, but I'm very happy to be here, and I'm very excited about doing the show. Um, we're going to do a DNA activation today with my guide. If you haven't been to the show before, my guide is a key. He's from 12th Dimensional Lyra. He doesn't speak English. He speaks light language, which is a vibrational language. And what he does is he helps integrate... Um, uh, today we're going to do an integration of a DNA activation. So all you have to do, it's a vibrational activation. And if you want to participate, all you have to do is agree. So uh, the other things that I wanted to discuss before I get into doing that is um, there, I've realized now that there's quite a few artists that are participating in the show. And so um, in the spirit of the vibration that's currently happening it's a creative vibration it's uh, where you tap into your true passion and your life goals and desires and you're bringing for forward now and so what I did was uh, uh, the pictures on the show today are artwork that I did and I'm just sharing it um, uh, I have been inspired by how creative and how um, how crazy great my audience is so i mean because they really are an exceptional bunch of people and they really are just being what they're supposed to be right where they are um emitting positive light and bringing forth energy and truth for their passion and their creativity and i just want everybody to know that everything that i can do energetically anyone can do you can practice you have to practice it to connect with yourself you have to do it through meditation and quiet time and bringing in the light and uh, and um, whatever you feel that you need to do personally um, mine was uh, like a holy journey and very interestingly uh, I don't watch TV but rarely and but I um, did watch TV since the last show and I saw a movie that I never saw before it was called Sixth Sense with Bruce Willis and it's reminded me how far I've come because in my childhood my childhood was just as scary as the boy in the, in the movie because I too could see um, I I didn't see like he does during the day. I, uh, my uh, time was at night, and it was very, very scary. Um, I did see things, though, uh, so like I could tell people that they were going to be sick or have an accident or that they were going to die. Um, and then I was taught that not to say anything ever to anyone by a priest um, so that because it was causing disruption in my family uh, growing up. Um, and it was, and every, 
but he had different experiences. Some people think it's demonic, some people, but it's not. Um, once I learned to not allow dark energies into my uh, uh, into my experience, then I started uh, working with light beings, and then it changed. Then I stopped being afraid, and I the movie reminded me how far I've come. And it's taken 60 years to get there, but um, it's amazing the difference. So sometimes when we think, oh, ascension, and it's not happening fast enough, or I don't see it, uh, you don't necessarily see the changes right away. It's a growth thing where you are developing on a level of vibration, and it's a harmonic vibration of love is the ultimate. I mean, uh, I if I could never take my face, or if I could never take my eyes off the face of God, you know, then I would um, stand in the present of true divine love, perfect love. Um, something that we don't actually experience here. Um, as you raise to the fifth dimension, though, you experience higher vibrations of harmony and love. There's actually a, a, a space in between bliss and joy. There's joy and then there's bliss, but bliss is fleeting. Joy is a constant, but there's actually a space that's a little bit higher than joy. Um, that we don't actually have terminology here uh, in uh, in the 3D world, uh, but it can be a constant, and it's such a good vibration to be in. And I think that's um, the you know you take baby steps to each level, and when you get there, then when you have those uh, spurts of bliss. It's like magnum bliss, you know, or bliss on steroids. Um, so, um, and I think that's where the fifth dimension is. I think that's where the vibration is. And I do believe it's an, uh, an accumulative thing by vibration for the whole world. It's not just one person happening. Um, I had a lot of integrating to do uh, this year of vibrational energy to take me to the next level. And it it wasn't always pleasant. It was, was vibrationally hard on your physical body and um, uh, integrating it and then trying to understand it and then asking all the questions, you know, about it and how, how to facilitate it for others. So, Anyways, I wanted to share that, um, and I wanted to share about my art, and I wanted to, um, and I'm going to help you with a, a DNA activation that should help you uh, discover or ignite your passion or ignite that flame of truth. And I don't ever want anyone to to look at me. What I want you to do is look for the face of God or the light of God or the divine essence of God because it's in that vibration you get to have the change or you get to have growth or you get to move forward it's um and I'm just here as a conduit to try to answer the questions that can help you a little bit so that you can get into a vibration that's going to bring you that harmony that peace that joy and even more than joy on a constant you know, it's one thing, uh, a lot of people, what they do is they're happy part of the time and then they're not happy the rest of the time. Well, I'm happy all of the time now, and I'm and sometimes I'm so happy. Uh, it's blissful. It's beyond what 
being happy. <laughs> it's just crazy that you can uh, be so joyfully blessed and I, I'm, I'm in gratitude for it all the time and that's a big factor is to understand where you are is where you're supposed to be and where you are if it's where you're supposed to be how do you make it the most harmonic or the most harmonious I don't know I'm not using the right word but the most uh, the best experience we all want to have a good life and the good life is without discord without uh, um, falling into the human trap of this is ugly this life isn't ugly it's as above so below so I write music and what I try to do is write music that hopefully is entering heaven as above so as below, some people think I write religious music. I'm not a religious person, but I am connected to the divine. Um, I did study the Bible, and I have read the Bible several times, and I am a licensed and ordained minister, and I did go through ecumenical training to become a minister. So I do have that knowledge, and I believe the Bible is a manual. It's to teach us how to be good and just people. And it's not just being good, but it's more than that. It's about allowing the divine to touch your soul, to be the light that you are, because you're perfect in your truth. And the truth is, is you're a divine speck of God's truth. And if you can understand that you actually are of God or that light, he, the breath of light into you. And with that, it, there, you're not, there's nothing wrong with you. Everybody that looks in the mirror and says, oh, this isn't right. This isn't what I want to look like. This isn't, you know, and sees imperfection is not looking at what God created. He made you special. There's only one of you. So if there's only one of you, how are you to be in your perfectiveness? You can't compare yourself to other people. When you're looking at other people and say, I need a body like that because they're a model and that's perfect body. But that's not true. You, the most, some of the most beautiful people in the world are autistic children that don't follow the beauty model or the um, you know body perfect model or the um, you know their uniqueness is all of us and when you're comparing yourself to other people you're not allowing yourself to be you so I I'm not gonna I really have a lot of callers so I am gonna get right on what I need you to do is um, if you want to participate in the activation of your DNA, I need you to put both hands in your heart chakra. It's in the center of your chest, and we're just going to do a DNA activation. It's going to start at the top of your toes, at the tip of your big toe, and then it's going to go down all the tops of your toes, and then we're going to bring it right up through your leg, your feet and your ankles and your legs and all the way up into your heart chakra. And um, then we're going to do it all the way up into the crown chakra. So if you want to participate with this, all you have to do is just try to feel the vibration, accept it, and allow it. And what it's going to do is it really is going to bring a different light or a different um, vibrational tendency to you uh, so that you can tap into the, your, true, your true value, your true passion, your true uh, expression of what you're to be so um, 
Go ahead and put your hands on your heart now, and I'm going to bring in a key. Uh, he wants you to take a couple big breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. And he just told me that it's very important when you're going into meditation to breathe first through your nose. Um, it creates a, a um, I don't know, an, an, an oxide or something that uh, helps stimulate uh, your connection. And so now um, take your hands from your heart chakra and now we just want to lift them, uh, put them on your lap or next to you facing up towards the sky and we're just going to allow that integration to come in to activate the DNA. And you may feel it in your feet at first, and like I said, it's going to go right up your entire body to your crown chakra, which is at the top of your head. I personally am feeling it rise. It's about hip level now. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. And so what that's done is it's created a vibrational shift in your DNA and hopefully, uh, or miraculously, more is what I expect, uh, things will shift for you to the positive. So if you are having discord, what you want to do is just look at it, say, oh my gosh, I'm having this discord, why? Uh, I acknowledge that I have this discord, I don't want it in my life, I release it to the oneness, or I release it to you, Lord, and I... um, and in gratitude, I allow it to be released and release it. Um, and then allow for the gift of the Holy Spirit or the Comforter to come and bless you. And it's in God's timing. But God's timing is your timing when you vibrationally connect to the truth. I am, I am. I am that I am. And that is uh, as grounded as you can get. So I'm going right onto the collars because I absolutely have a full collar queue. And um, I, before some people didn't have their hands raised, um, and I can't. There's so many people I can't see if people have their hands raised or not. So um, you might want to check that and make sure your hands raised if you have a question. So the first caller I'm going to is five two zero. Oh my God! Hi. Thank you, Lisa from Arizona. Thank you. Well, you know what? My apartment flooded on Tuesday, and my landlady uh, first said, don't worry, everything will be taken care of. And I've been battling my renter's insurance, and they finally allowed emergency assistance, but the funding for emergency assistance is very tiny, and the apartment... Uh, they're having trouble finding a drywall contractor, 
and this could drag on for a few months, I don't know. I only have enough for a month, emergency assistance, and I think the landlady is looking to put, to sue me for negligence. And, uh, you know, the plumber had come and turned off the water, and then I told her I was leaving, and I left. And I came back, and the apartment was flooded. So anyway, do you see, and I'm t- trying to get a call into my lawyer right now to talk to him. Do you see me having, that I move on my own and, and you know, just... just Right within the 30 days. Um, I do think you move out of there. I don't see it within the 30 days. Okay. Uh, I just feel like that there's a little bit of, uh, uh, does she have, uh, I'm trying to think of the right question to see if, uh, is is she going to be able to stay once they clean the water? Well, the emergency funding is only going to cover a month, and it's going to take a couple, two to three months to get the apartment back to livable. So I don't know what... I don't know that that's true, okay? So cancel that thought. What I want you to do is say, I'm allowing what's in my best and highest interest to come forward. The apartment can be... Uh, I know. I, I've been through a flood. I'm done sheetrocking. I've done plumbing. I've done uh, all kinds of contract work. And I know that ServPro can come in and in five days have the whole thing cut out, cleaned up, and put back together. So that is a possibility. Well, I'm talking yeah, I talked I'm to just saying, the restoration saying, company. Okay. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah of course. They're gonna, right. They're going to want to make it as long as possible. Um, and if they find any mold, it could actually uh, – um, and the whole process, because if there's any mold that has transpired, uh, they will stop the whole process, and you're going to have to have it demolded, which is a, a longer, much longer process. So it can it can actually be not habitable again for months, like you said. But if we, what we do is, well, let's allow God to, since it happened quickly, that kind of flood, what happens, can uh, actually be cleaned up pretty easily. Uh, um, so there, it, it isn't necessarily, somebody does have to be on top of the contractor to make sure that they're doing the things of ventilating. Oh, they are. Of, they are. Okay. They're okay. diligent. So, and they yeah, have so their drywall been, contractors that can't come in. They're just unable to get a hold of them and, you know, the restoration company and the landlady. Nobody is responding to drywalling. And um, so I don't know well, how they much. They can't do that before it's completely dried out anyways, because what you have to do is make sure everything's completely dry before you That's can what do you're doing. any commitment. Yeah, it's a restoration yeah. company. Yeah. And I only have so much funds for emergency stay for a month. So, and so allow that to be all that you need. That's all you have to believe. That's all I'm, I'm going to allow that to be all that well, I need. I and I'm going to get communication. I'm going to get communication on from my truth on how I should perceive to move forward because I do feel like yeah. um, now that you're you have this um, discord, you're not going to actually want to go back. And I I think you can go back, but I think you have a reservation or you will have the reservation unless you can release it. So I want you to know I that. I want the insurance uh, to re 
locate me is what I want. That's what I'm asking them to do. It just makes more sense. Um, I don't think they will do that. Or I'm not getting it. I I want you to just hear what I get at this moment. It doesn't mean that holds positively forever. Okay? Okay. I feel like they feel like it's just a little flood thing and that kind of uh, um, thing can be taken care of relatively, like I said, relatively quickly, unless they run into other problems of the mold or whatever's behind the walls or, you know, that um, has transpired. So let's try to be as positive as possible because I don't feel like it's a bad location for you and I don't feel like you have to flee. But I feel like you want to flee now and so try to ground yourself and well, because say, oh. The insurance said I, I have to pay for it. Once the money runs out, I have to pay for everything. <laughs> I, I, I believe that um, to some degree is probably true, but I do think that that does get reimbursed after. Um, but, I, you know, I'm not a lawyer. It's good to contact your uh, a lawyer to um, help you work through your insurance because I don't have, you know, that. Um, ex- I did go through insurance, but I don't remember how it goes. Um, and But I do, because of my experience, I really have done construction for, you know, 20, 30 years. So I know that all that is, uh, a lot of it seems, you know, uh, crazy, scary, and not able to be done. But you'd be surprised how quick you can dry out a place. It's, it's not like it's sat in water, you know, for weeks then you're in a different whole situation. No, it's almost dry. It's just the drywall. And the landlady is trying to figure out how to sue me. Yeah, a drywall will happen very quickly. You can drywall, you can put up drywall and have it pasted the same day, and you can go in the second day, you can sand it down, you go in and do another coat to make it smooth, and you can have the walls up in three days. So that's not a horrendous experience. I've done drywall. I'm I'm a finisher is You're what they call it. You're just not able to find a, right. a drywall uh, contractor that they work no, with. Yeah. They are, you know, one thing about drywallers is they're, um, they are hard to find because they're, us, you know, they work for different people and they usually are not drywall companies. But there are some companies. But usually, and I, what I think what your landlord is trying to do is get her drywaller because that's the cheapest way to go about it. Um, so uh, I believe okay, that's trying the question. No, okay. So I think she'll be able to get the drywall done. I just asked that, and I got yes on that. Will she be able to sue Lisa? And I don't believe so. Uh, I get, or I get a no on that. I just want to tell you that I got it right away. Um, so I don't believe that you have the responsibility for what has transpired. So I don't think no. that you'll have uh, right. But you know, when people are in discord, they try to find every alternative to make the story good for them. So you know, uh, she's acting out of fear. You're at. Fearful. Everybody's having, you know, heightened emotions. But the way to win with this is be grounded, and you'll know in 15 days uh, what you're, you know. And if you meditate, you know that you're spiritual and can meditate and get your own answers. So uh, um, 
Give yourself a few days to be grounded, not afraid, and open up to the truth. Contact your lawyer. Say, this is what's going on with my insurance. I don't know how to be represented correctly, um, and I need that assistance. And in that, you cover yourself for um, any burden of legality. So then you don't have to have that fear about what she's saying she's going to do, what she intends on doing. Do um, or the insurance will give me relocation money? That's what I'm saying to them. Yeah, don't use it for emergency money. shelter. Just get me out of here into a new – let me find a new place. No, no I don't think they do you're that because it's not for that. No, it's for the place that you're at. <laughs> it's not to relocate you. Just, I don't. I don't know though because I don't. I'm not positive. Huh? I did ask. Yeah, I got to no, know. No, no. He asked want. me. The insurance adjuster asked me at first. He said, "Would you relocate?" And I said, "Yes." Yes. Yeah, well, turns into a big old. I still get a no on it. Um, it doesn't mean that it can't happen. Uh, and that's another reason why you should uh, find out what your policy actually allows with legal assistance so that you have the right understanding of what it allows. Okay. Um, but I, uh, you know, according to my guide, uh, at this moment of time, the vibration is no, they're not relo- going to relocate you. I don't know how severe the flooding damage is in all of that. You know, it all plays into place. So initially it may seem really, really horrendous, but um, it might not be as bad as what you think. Do you understand that? Well, <laughs> they're saying it's bad. <laughs> well, I mean, of course, I'm just going they're by what also they... a company. No, I know. They're a company that wants to make money on their service. So, it, of course, the extensiveness yeah. of that. And the landlady is, um, wants me in there, you know, paying rent, and I want to. Right, but, of course. You know, and you everything is unlivable. With your, with your, you have to check with your rental agreement, too. You may have to still pay rent even though it's not habitable. Uh, that could actually be written in your uh, um no, Please. God, no, 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 no. That part of the law I do now, and I'll, I have a calling to the mm-hmm. lawyer to talk to him, too, about yeah. what my good. options are. Very good. That's what you should do, but I wouldn't be fearful. I feel like it can. it's going to be resolved faster than you think. And initially, oh, yeah, yeah. I initially I think everybody wants it to be, uh, you know, everybody has an element of heightened fear, and that creates a discord that really makes everybody off balance. But let's let the Serve Pro or those restoration people come in, dry it out, and really, honestly, with the drywall and paint and everything, it's four days. (laughs) You know, uh, I could do a whole room in, in like two days, have the sheetrock up, tear the old sheetrock out, put the new sheetrock up, tape it, caulk it. Oh, they're drumming. Do everything. Drilling into plumbing pipes. I mean, landladies, they're drilling into the floors. I de- oh God, I mean, it's just so <sighs> more, well, they, more than yeah, they have to. Yeah, they have to actually make sure everything's dry because anything that's not dry will create mold if it's moist or yeah. if it stays wet. So it's very important that it is important to have the restoration people there because they know really what they're supposed to do to dry it out. Oh yeah. So yeah, they do. You know, so that 
the number one thing. And that's why they're doing it in all the different places. You can't just say, oh, the room's, the carpet's dry, it's good. And it has, it's more than that. <laughs> that's why, um, no, they're, that's why they have to they're go in. And they I go can... in, right. And they go in so quickly. So that's the other thing. The, they were there that the, night. This, yeah. Yeah. So the discord actually happens when it's lengthened or if there was a pre-existing condition of mold. So they have to investigate that because if there was mold and water got on it, it spreads through the water. It is a, The water becomes a facilitator of mold distribution, and it will every place that the water goes, the mold will go because little I'm spores I'm wondering go if there was pre-existing conditions, though, because of the extensive ripping out the, I mean, the kitchen looks, it doesn't, you know, it's just everything's ripped out, the walls, everything. Yeah, because the it, you know, under sinks and stuff are areas that are, you know, have a pre-existing condition probably that they can find. But let them do all of that. That's all you thinking a story, okay? Get off the story. This, the truth is, is that you need to now uh, buckle down, get yourself covered legally. You need to think about, um, honestly, uh, the vibration. Am I going to want to go back there? And if you're not, then I would uh, um, plan on um, seeking something different. Uh, I don't know if you'll be able to get out of the lease. Those are questions you have to ask the lawyer. Those are all, you know, um, that's why you need to cover yourself. But you don't need to be fearful of it. And it may look very expensive, Um uh, um, when I flooded, it was my whole basement, and it was a finished basement. And instead of paying them to uh, tear everything down, I tore it all out myself. So, and um, then I had them come in and dry, because I wasn't going. You know, I wanted to know the complete extent of where the water went. So, uh, and because of my experience, I have a different experience than most people because of my background in uh, carpentry and stuff like that. And my family owns a plumbing company that I work for and we tore out walls and we flipped houses and we've done everything. So I know so much about it. And I've had the experience myself. So what I want you to do is not buy into the discord. Stay grounded. Get legal advice on what your lease actually says and what your uh, insurance covers Uh, because um, it can you can be surprised what your lease I don't know what your lease says or if you even have a lease but uh, that's uh, how you should proceed do you understand that I understand that I do have a lease and I know that okay you know, you can't pay for something where you can't live. I know those things. And I've called the lawyer and I'm waiting to get her back. And... There is probably a habitability clause, but they write other stuff in leases to get uh, over that. So I want you to make sure that that's correct too, okay? Yeah, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Can... you. I shall let you. Okay. I'm feeling guilty. I'm staying okay. on the line with you so long. You've got a ton yeah. of calls no, about you're in crisis. You're in crisis. I'm here for people that are in crisis and need help. That's why I'm here. Uh, and I just want you to, first thing, to don't tell yourself stories about how it's going to go. Let it go like it's supposed to go, but protect yourself is what you want to do. You want to meditate and ask yourself, am I ever going to feel good about going back here? You know, um, 
and uh, and then proceed on how you think you should move forward uh, based on being grounded and not afraid. You know, it's nothing to be fearful of. If you have to move, you have to move. It's just a different... You're going to... Every life changes every moment. So um, if the move is that, then it's there's a reason why because maybe you're not in the right area to meet the right person that you want to meet. Or, may, you know, there's always... Um, you're where you're supposed to be. It's how you react to what you're going through, and it's how you move to the next level. Okay? Yeah, just going by what they tell me, like the insurance thing. You pay for everything when this lauded money ends up, you know. Then I think, yeah. well, why should I be paying rent and, and for a place I can't live right. in? <laughs> right. Uh, that's And those are legal issues. So you really do have to uh, get that covered. Okay? Yeah, I will. Uh, um, okay. I will absolutely send energy your way to ground later after oh, the show. thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Namaste. Namaste. Okay, I'm going to go right on to the next caller, which is 216. Hi, 216. You're on the air. Can I get your first name and where you're calling from? This is Desmond calling from Cleveland. How you doing? Uh, good. How can I help you today, Desmond? Yeah, um, uh, thanks for the DNA uh, upgrade meditation. Uh, I just awesome. I wanted to know, besides, uh, uh, I already talked to my being intuitive and being an empath, but do you see any other spiritual gifts um, coming about okay. this year? Any new ones or enhanced ones? Uh, absolutely, especially if you pay attention to what you're doing. There's... And this is, you're right on the right time frame. You're right in the right place. This is the energy for spiritual growth. We are in a spiritual opening like never before. Um, clarity and I don't, as an empath, I don't know how badly you've been hit with the impact of the incoming light energy because it has been very, very strong. And so if you have had what feels uh, imbalances or discord it's because it's that strong um, and if you can stay grounded through it yeah and if you continue with meditation uh, what when you instead of meditating for long periods of time I, I, I believe everybody should only meditate for maybe 10 minutes at a time three times a day uh, first in the morning to be in gratitude for being given the day and to ground yourself and to protect yourself. I, every day I surround myself in a diamond dome of protection uh, so that other people's energy doesn't come in my energy field. And then I open up to what am I to uh, do today or how am I supposed to move forward today? And, you know, like uh, one thing that I'm what, this morning is I have to get some paperwork organized. So I'm going to do that today because that was my morning message. And then what in the afternoon or around lunchtime or whatever, I go into a 10-minute meditation to ground again. And what I do is I ask to be fortified to, um, you know, understand where and how I'm supposed to move forward positively and who I'm supposed to help um, because uh, I get a lot of, um, request for assistance and in that I can't help every person um, so I have to you know how do I move forward and and I do give as much energy as I can to help people every single day 
And then at night, I go into uh, another gratitude. Thank you for the positive. You know, it's a miracle that I get to help people. It is just a miracle. And I don't know if you ever watched the movie Sixth Sense, but that's how scary it was in the beginning. So I don't want you to be fearful of um, – and with you, I think you're going to hear – I do believe that you can actually hear uh, messages just like I hear messages – I do believe it doesn't come out of your ear, though. It comes out of your temple. That's where you hear from, not your, uh, 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 exactly your ear. It might sound like it's coming through your ear, but it's more by your temple. So um, you might want to go in and say, I choose to allow myself to hear uh, messages and I allow the highest light being or the highest energy to come forward with a message for me. And um, usually on a first here, it's your name. And uh, it's not when you're expecting it. And it's not, um, and you're like, you know, you heard your name. You absolutely heard your name. Where did it come from? And there's no one there. Um, that's when you... Uh, that seems to be the experience that most people have. Not everyone. Everybody has different experiences. But um, I think uh, you you definitely will be able – I think you hear. I think you question that it's not your yourself, inner voice. Um, but I think if you do a deeper 10-minute meditation three times a day trying to bring forth your newest gifts, and ask only for what's in your best and highest interest to bring forth your newest and gifts that will help you move forward at the highest level of vibration, you will hear uh, more clearly and you'll realize, oh, I'm, some of the messages I'm getting are not just me. Because sometimes we think, oh, that's us, you know, and it, but when you get, you'll be able to decipher the difference. There's two, one voice speaks differently. Do you understand that? Yeah, I kind of get what you're saying, you know. Okay. Yeah, I can, yeah, because yeah, uh, sometimes I can ask my higher self, like, certain situations. Like, I know it's me in other situations. I know it's not coming from me. It's just it's hard to explain, but I kind of get what you're saying. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And the thing is, is the more you hone it, the more you actually do the meditation and listen or the more you do the meditation, ask a question before you go into the meditation and listen for the answer, the clearer the answer comes through. And it comes through more and more. And then when you start getting it all the time, um, then you can uh, – then at the same time, usually gifts happen at the same time. So your vision uh, – like you probably see already, but what I think you do is you're, it may be just a flash of a sight. It's not a movie. Like some people think, oh, it's a movie and you get to see a whole movie. That is like, I don't know, years of it. It could be different for everybody, but like I didn't get to see visions like that forever. You know, I mean, I've been doing it 30 something years or more. So, and uh, that skill is really a highly advanced skill, but everybody can have it. You can have pre-thought uh, and vision, and you can see it for yourself and others. Um, sometimes uh, um, when you're developing your skills, uh, lower energies or ghosts or um, 
come forward. And it, uh, they can scare you, but you don't need to be scared of them. What you need to do is ask, are you of the light? Are you seeking the light? And uh, try to get an explanation of why they've come forward. Because we are to help. And we are to help people transition. And we are to help people waken. So uh, you're on the right path. Um, it's just a developmental thing. Do you understand that? Yes, yes. Okay. I got to let you go with that only because I have so many callers. So I hope that okay. helps and feel free to call in again. All right. Okay. Thank you for calling. Okay. And I'm going to go on to 352. Hello. Hi. Can I get you first name? Mm-hmm. Where are you calling from? Yeah, this is Joanna from Florida. I am um, trying. Hi, how are you? I'm trying to move in the coming months, and I'm also trying to find employment, and I'm wondering if there might be better opportunities like where I'm going to move to instead. I don't know if I'd be able to find something beforehand, and then I don't know, <laughs> you know, transfer or work from home or something, or if you saw it would be a better opportunity for me to, um, you know, find employment where I'm moving to. Um. Well. I feel like there, okay, what I get is, yes, there's employment where you're moving to. Um, what you want to do is not just, you want what's in your best and highest interest in employment, okay? You okay. don't want just a job. And I feel yeah. like that you're sending out the energy, I need a job. And you don't want that. What you want is something that's more um, uh, inclusive where it includes camaraderie, money, friends, exactly. uh self-value, all the things. So I want you to um, open up to what is in my best and highest interest, in, and have you chosen the location? Uh, yes, there's a few locations. Uh, it's where I used to live. There's a few cities that I'm looking at to move back to where I used to live. Concentrate on one. Okay, so what I would do, because I feel like, yeah, um, they want you to narrow it down just a little bit more, not exact. What they want you to do is allow what's in your best and highest interest, but they want you to be passionate about what you want to do or where you want to move. Yeah. So um, to, it's a, you're a little broad on your um, on your. Uh, um, I, I know where I want to where move. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know where I want to move. I don't know if there will be housing openings. Okay. Then can, yeah. okay. All you have to do is say, this is where I'm choosing to move. If it's in okay. my best and high interest, and this is what I'm going to allow to come forward, only if it's in my best and highest interest. And go into meditation and say, I've made a choice. I want to bring this forward. I believe it's in my best and highest interest. And you can meditate on it and ask, is it in my best and highest interest? And try to see how they're guiding you. And say, if it is in my best and highest interest, please show me the opportunities, people, places, and opportunity that I need to move forward. And listen. Try to listen. It's um, Or... When you're doing it, hold the newspaper in your hand of possible employment opportunities that you dream of, not that you want, that you would dream okay. of. You want more than uh, what you're seeking at at this day, just today, right this moment that yeah. you called me, okay? <laughs> I'm not trying to tell you <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> you know, right. Um, you know, uh, we all go through uh, periods of passion, so. Sometimes you get 
you know, you're on the right vibration, but at other times you're um, questioning it. So I want you just to narrow it down just a little more where you absolutely do have a passion that you're going. I yeah. love this place. I'm going to, you know, wherever. <laughs> and I'm choosing that it, if it's in my best and highest interest that the opportunities flow because it flows when you want to go. It flows when you want to move. I moved from Florida to Denver in, in two or three weeks uh, wow. by allowing it to flow. Yes. And not only that, I have yeah. been in the cheapest apartment ever for five years and wow. I'm moving again. Yeah. So it was the perfect thing. When you allow it to flow, it can be better than you think. Um, yes. And uh, and you don't have to know all the answers. What you have to do is allow the gift to bless you. You're looking for a blessing, and that is opening up to your truth. I am worthy. This is going to happen. God will bless me. I am taken care of by the divine. Um, I'm moving forward what's in my best and highest interest, which is better than where you are, better yes. experience. Because when you move forward, you're moving better you're not moving you don't want to move back and you don't want to move forward. Sure. okay so i'm gonna let you go with that i hope that helps oh yes thank you so much and bless you okay okay yep namaste okay i'm gonna go uh and stay on the line i'm gonna stay on as long as they let me stay on so um I think ah. hi nine one seven you're on that mirror could i get your first name and where you're calling from oh sure my first name is uh tim and i'm calling from new york Hi, Tim. How can I help you today? Oh, sure. How are you doing? Um, I just was sure. kind of looking for, uh, I guess, any message from Spirit, working on me, trying to bring some of, not trying, working on bringing some abundance in. I know I have to be consistent with the meditation, which I'm starting to do. Uh, just um, any tips or message from Spirit, greatly appreciated. Okay. Um, the one thing that I want you to understand is, there are no rules, okay? You don't have to be consistent on meditation. The reason why you are consistent is because that's the desire and the feeling that motivates you to do and dream of the possibilities, okay? Uh, if you're finding it cumbersome to do meditation, if you're finding that it's blocked every time you go to meditate, then don't meditate that way. Take a meditation of a walk by a stream or by water um, I feel like you need to be by water or you enjoy water or um, that vibration. Uh, and it can be shower water or bath water or whatever. Um, but I, Or maybe even um, what are those called, those little water fountains that you can have, uh, you know, that make water noise. <laughs> so yeah, maybe, uh, pardon? Yeah, I was thinking about getting one of those little rock, little water fountains just you hear the water right? yeah um the other thing that you can do is do vibrational frequency um uh tones like the salafato uh tones um that will help you shift your vibration because i feel like there's electric energy around you that um might confuse you a little bit um and so i don't know do you have a hard time grounding do you know are you uh, i don't know um, are your thoughts up and down? Get are, okay. So, are your thoughts up and down? Are you having right? That's ungrounding, and I think it's the electrical energy around you. So, what I think you should do is find a harmonic 
uh, uh, tonality to just run in the background, like uh, 0.01 hertz is a love frequency. 5.38 frequency is a connection frequency, a God connection frequency, a balance frequency, I don't know. Um, you can look into them. There are all different kinds of frequencies that you can play to uh, either elevate or heighten or um, break the vibrational energy around you. I think, I, I don't know um, what type of electricity you have. Uh, another thing that you can do to cut some of that is put stuff in front of plugs. So um, if you have a, uh, you know, and it can be anything, you know, like to try to block the energy coming at you because I feel like it's all around you. So, um uh, that's what I would try first. And then I would uh, absolutely uh, just go into meditation and allow. Um, I, you got to trust uh, the vibration for, uh, for what you're wanting on changing your abundance factor is, uh, I just believe it's a, 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 I believe I'm worthy. That's it. You just need to get that vibration for you. And that abundance comes forward, I see, pretty easily for you because I do feel like you're vibrationally flowing good. Do you understand that? I understand that. Thank you very much. Yeah, just don't be afraid, okay? Be worthy. Your God being light is uh, a blessing. It's gifted. It's allowing the gift. Uh, And the gift comes when you believe in yourself, truth, find your passion, feel happy. That's the, and have the imagination and frequency of I want to, I wonder what it would be like to have, you know, like uh, that much money and try to open up your well of dreams to bring forward new realities. Okay. Got it. Thank you very much. Good. Yeah. Namaste. Okay. I'm going to go right on to 630. Hi, Reverend James. Hi. Hi, Stella. Um, Stella Rose is an author who's uh, visited the show many times, and she's a successful author making a a splash across the world with her true life story um, from millionaire to uh, rags and on her way back to being a billion zillionaire. (laughs) So, hi, Stella. How is everything with you? Um, well, uh, first of all, thank you for taking my call. Also, I wanted to wish you a happy Easter. If you celebrate Easter, I do. Um, and everything is going good. Um, so the social the media influencer, yeah. I'm going to say the book the, her book is called Shattered Windows. It's Shattered Windows. It's available on Amazon and other um, stores, which uh, Stella can tell you about. Uh, It's called Shattered Windows. It's an actual true story. It's an amazing story of of some discord and of rebirth and growth into an amazing person. So, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I appreciate you spreading the word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the social media influencer actually put me on TikTok Live and did an uh, interview with me. It was, it was like, very impromptu. But Reverend James, 
the book sales more in the past two weeks than I did all last year. I mean, it's awesome. I, 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 it's gonna happen. I, I would wake up in the morning and like run over to my computer and check my sales reports and be like, oh my God, they're doubling, they're tripling. It's, it's just awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, and I, and I, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, it's going to be worldwide. You just haven't seen it yet. So I, I, um, Open up to uh, worldwide, okay? I don't want you to limit yourself to just uh, uh, what the sales are. I want you to open up to allowing your message to be heard by everyone because it's a message that needs to be heard. It's a a story that, you know, of deceit and uh, fraud and everything. It's a very interesting story. That's why... um, and you're going to have success, and not just that. You're having going to have multiple successes in different areas. So, um, but it's fun. Uh, I, what I get from your energy is that it's fun. The book is the truth, and it's fun for you because it's your truth. You hit, you lived it. So that's power, and with that, it gives you strength and wisdom and fortitude to be more. So I want you to think, how can I be more? And what would it look like if I was more? And um, I'm allowing, you know, and start opening up to allowing the experiences that you start feeling passionate about. You get it? Yeah, that that's, that's what I was calling about. I was like, um, is there, like, such thing as, like, too much of a good thing? Like, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. No. I, guess, I, mean, I don't know if you were at the- at the beginning of the show, I said there actually is a period. There's a, a term. It's called joy. And that's like uh, everybody thinks, oh, well, if you have joy as a constant, then there isn't anything more. But there's actually higher than joy. And it's not bliss. Bliss is fleeting. There is a constant, a vibrational constant of happiness above joy. We just don't know. We don't have a human term for it. But it is when everything is right. And everything is good. So, no, there is no too much good. When you're on the higher level than joy, when you hit bliss, it's like fireworks. It's like amazing. It's like unbelievable. You just can't even believe that it's a truth. So um, open up to that (laughs) because that is the truth and that is what you're going to experience. Do you understand that? On a constant Yeah, I mean, I. It's like you manifest, you pray, you manifest, you pray, and then it happens, and you're like, "Oh my God, it Mm. happened!" And I just wanted to be be reassured that, like, it wasn't just like a one-time thing, but like the book sales would continue. But you wrote successful books, and and um, is that what happens? Like you just get one big peak like that, and then everybody starts reading it, and then they just start spreading the word. Well, what happens is you start to correctly match the vibration that you're putting out, and then you get success. You are not afraid anymore. Do you remember when you wrote the book? You were very, very afraid. <laughs> You're not in fear when you're having success. That doesn't happen. What you're in is either good or happy or joy. 
And then if you uh, start having joy all the time where you say, wow, it's just too good to believe, then you have to ask, how much better can it get than this? Because it can always get better. And when it's good, what they do is they have to match better. (laughs) They have to match your vibration better if that's what you're putting out. This is really good. How much better can it get than this? You're going to have international uh, recognition, and you'll be traveling internationally. That's how much better it can get. How much better can it get than that? Even better than that. You know, you can actually um, step into a new reality of what your true passion is, your deep down passion. Telling your story is a step. It's one of the steps in the path that you're on. So it's not the only step. And so you're going to open up to the opportunities, the people, places, and opportunities that are available for you, and you will have the success beyond what you can perceive because you're looking to open up to what's better than you already have. So that has to be something that you have a perception of yet (laughs) because otherwise what we can perceive we can easily achieve. What better than that, we, if you can't think of it, how do you think better than that? You have to ask, how can it be better than this? I can't really, I don't really know, but I'm allowing it because this is great. And I am thankful for the greatness that you've already given me, but I want more. And I, how can I get more And what if it's in my best and highest interest? I don't want more unless it's in my best and highest interest. I want you to allow the path that's in my best and highest interest so that I can have more. Do you get that? Or be more or do more because you're inspirational to women that uh, have been through severe strife. Do you understand that? Yeah. You said international travel? It can, absolutely, I feel that's a, um, a possibility coming. Yes. Oh wow! It, um, okay, so, and well, I, uh, my dog is okay. You said my dog was going to be okay. I didn't go to the vet, okay. and okay. it's like he's like nothing's wrong with him. So thank right. you and a key for that. Very good. Um, I'm going to let you go though because I have a really lot of callers. Okay. I hope Namaste, that helps. Reverend James. Thank you for everything. Na- Namaste. And that's Stella Rose, and her book is called Shattered Windows, and you can get it at Amazon. It does come in hardcover and other uh, uh, book providers. And did it get on uh, the bestsellers list, then, or did that not happen yet? The radio list? Um, I didn't get no, on the radio the, list, but I – The bestsellers it? list. The bestsellers list. Didn't you get on the Amazon best um, book or something? I got the number one new release. Yeah, I don't so just know if that's book. the same thing. Okay. Yeah, I knew. I was feeling like it was like something like that. So I'm going to let you go with that. Thanks again for calling Stella, and uh, congratulations, and namaste. Enjoy it, and look for how can I be more, uh, how can I have uh, – it's even better than what I've been gifted, but be in gratitude for every every book sold. Okay. Namaste. And your Thank other you. Business. Namaste. Okay, and I'm gonna go on to one one one. Hey, hey, hey. It's, hey, it, hey, 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 it's, it's Reverend Jay. Oh. Okay. Hey. I know you. 
this is uh, clean goddess opulence, correct? Correct, and what a wonderful okay. show. The energy <laughs> is flowing. The messages are beautiful. And thank you. your art, your art is very, very beautiful. Very beautiful. Uh, I took the time to look at it and appreciate it. I, so, yes. I appreciate that. Um, I did put energy into all those pieces. Um, the one is actually a coaster set. I, I actually designed a whole coaster set uh, um, on corkboard. Uh, when you're inspired, you want to, you know, follow your passion and let it flow. I'm not an artist. I, I don't, like some of the people on the show here, oh, my God. Uh, um, some of them are actual painters. You know, they actually paint beautiful <laughs> paintings. It's, so I don't. I consider myself very much amateurish, but I shared it because I feel like, you know, it was an experience that I wanted to share. Obviously, I put it down on paper. So thank you for acknowledging that. And you have, obviously, the most beautiful energy, too. And uh, I can tell you recently, I've been thinking about you um, and uh, if you moved. No, I haven't. But it's interesting because I thought about um, Savannah the other day, and I hadn't thought about it until the other day. So we were we were connected that way. No, I haven't moved as of yet. The time hasn't been... You know, obviously the time wasn't right. right. And I'm, I'm accepting where I am and making the best of it. Plus where I am now at this time of the year, it's so beautiful. It is so beautiful yeah. here. Yes. Yeah, so Did I'm, I'm grateful. To... Did you get to visit I Savannah? Oh, okay. I haven't. Make sure you do. You know you're going to resonate there. I know that. I do. Um you know, I don't know how, but <laughs> just take a visit. <laughs> it's in, you know, we all deserve uh, experiences that we can enjoy. And I think once you go there, it's going to be like your cup of water. Uh, the I other thing you. that I wanted to apologize to people in Savannah, you know, uh, long ago when I went to Savannah, they had a paper factory there, but that is no longer uh, like that. So that uh, initially when you went into Savannah, you would smell the paper factory because you had to go over this one bridge. But now there's like four bridges, and they're huge bridges compared to the little bridges along the edge. So um, it doesn't smell like that anymore. Uh, the, the awakening that I got from it was, uh, you know, that it brought me there because I remembered the smell. But that doesn't actually exist anymore. So if that was a... a a factor for anybody thinking to move to Savannah. I want you to know that when you cross over into there, it's it doesn't smell like that anymore. It's not that there's not paper smells near there or whatever, but it's not like it used to be when you went in there. Do you understand that? I just felt like I had to say I that. Do. <laughs> I do. You remember that you said that because um, I also told you that there is there is a paper uh, factory that when I used to come in from um, from an area, at certain times you could smell it. I haven't smelled it in when I go that that way. I haven't smelled it, so maybe they found some way to make it not smell be so, you know, such a scent I, as well. 
Absolutely. I think they did do something. I don't know what they did, but, um, and that's why I wanted to say that because I did have some people from Georgia that were like, it doesn't smell. And it's true. It doesn't smell like that <laughs> coming in there anymore. So, um, and it's such a, a energetically uh, amazing area. So that's why you have to go there just to visit. You, you don't have to move there. Just check it out. Cause, um, and I think you're right. You, uh, I feel like your energy on the um, amazing uh, uh, time of year for where you are is anchored. You're anchored there. Um, I don't feel like uh, you're. You're. I think. I think before when you called it was more of a fleeting. I needed to leave, um, but uh, instead of a, um, I'm searching for my home, and that's what. I think you're now ready for is to be home and I think you're anchored there um just because you you you're discovering that you're seeking home rather than a place is that correct what I'm getting Well I've been here for decades so it's, it's home and and at different times of the year it's funny though at different times of the year i you know i appreciate it more i was thinking just yesterday the day before maybe when savannah crossed my mind that um i would love to i'm i'm calling in some places where i can be here in the this time of year and other places Hmm. that would satisfy my spirit Mm -hmm. and with that said I was feeling I was looking at a picture today and I haven't thought about this for this place for a while but I was looking at Bali and this woman was in a she was she had rose petals at her feet and she had these veils which I have veils in my in my current uh, environment my current temple and I mean it just triggered again in fact I was looking for prices and things I would love to be able to, um, no, I will be able, I will be going to these kind of places and perhaps having um, sanctuaries that I can access whenever I choose in locations where I can get the, wow, where I can get fruit from the trees and, you know, everything is just natural in, in natural environment for me to, for my spirit and I love it. And with that said, uh, so not just Bali, but places in Africa, you know, be an international mm-hmm. traveler like the, the person you just spoke to. With that said, um, my book, um, take allowing that to grant me that opportunity, which is not completed yet. It might be. It might be written. The first one might be mm-hmm. written. I just have to finish it up. So it might be just about complete. Um, whatever insight you you and Aki uh, would offer to me. And like I said, the um, show, the energy of the show has been wonderful. Good. Um, uh, okay. I feel, okay, there's a couple of things that I got while you're talking. And I was asking questions while you're talking. Your root chakra, I think, can have a blessing in uh, Savannah in the summer. Or it I don't know. I don't know down south what summer is, so because it's always summer. But I feel like it's uh, maybe it could be winter because it's just when it's warm, but it's pleasant. So it might not be summer. It might be like fall or uh, that. There's money there for you, and I feel like it's uh, um, uh, that in your root chakra. That's a balance that you're looking for. 
And when you said about the book, uh, I got that it's going to be successful. And but there's a trepidation there of I don't know that you're fearful of. Um, I don't know what you're. It, it like gave me a little shaking vibration, like you're afraid. So I do believe that it can be successful when I ask a key. You know, he says yes, yes, yes. So that's like my one of my strongest uh, affirmations of uh, an answer when he does it in threes. So okay. I do believe the book will be successful. I don't know what the trepidation is about you finishing it or about. Uh, having the success so just look at both those areas why haven't i finished it and uh, what kind of success am i afraid of um because i feel like just what you said international is for you too i feel like you're a cultural uh um i do you already are a community or, or a you already have your own um I don't want to say pack because it's so small. Uh, your own <laughs> following. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Um, your own spiritual uh, um, vibrational uh, outreach. It extends a lot farther than you think. It's like uh, what you, whatever you think your space is, it's ten times that. I don't know how to explain how it is that, but it's as every one of the people that you've touched is out from you. It goes out 10 times at, that farther than you think. Do you understand that? I got it. Uh-huh. So when you think Bali, that's, you know, that's not that far. <laughs> that could already be 10 times. Uh, so that is in your reality, uh, in the scheme of your reality. But there's a little vibration of, I, I you have to be ready for it. Um, and the moment that you are, the book will be finished. The moment that you are, you'll be doing uh, other things that inspire or bring on a different passion that make you say, okay, I'm choosing to do this. And the reason why I'm doing this is because this is what I know is my truth. And I know you know your truth. You're, you know, you're more intuitive than I am on a lot of levels. And so, uh, um, and you are, know how to ground, too. Um, so it, it really is just looking specifically at, you know, those two questions. Am I ready for success? Or um, why haven't I not chose uh, to rise to the level of success that I feel passionate about? Because you're, it's not about having success. It's about that level of feeling it because you already are successful with thousands of people. Like I said, 10 times more than you think. Do you understand that? I, I understand. Yes, I do. And I, I thank okay. you. Yeah. I, I, think... I, I feel like, wow, I'm so lucky to have such a powerful, like, great experience audience. And when you get your book, we'll do a, a show. I'll help you promote it. I'll, I'll do whatever I can. Um, like I, I, uh, Stella Rose reached out to me and we've done quite a lot of stuff and, um, she's now having success and I'm really happy for her. So, um, but we don't want to do it. It's not in just one thing. So, uh, and that's the same thing I, I would tell you. It's not just one thing that triggers it. I feel like the experience triggers your movement forward. And that's why I think take a trip close 
and it doesn't have to even be Savannah. I just feel like you're going to love the energy there. And I do feel like it's a grounding home place for you uh, of energy. And it feels like old energy. So, And you know your old energy. So um, that's the only reason why it, it probably keeps coming up. Um, but, you know, it's like your choice. And if your choice is farther away, then do what you're choosing. You know, we get to choose what we want. And all we have to do is make the choice and allow it. And then it will come forward and, you know, just meditate and uh, manifest through your well of dreams. <laughs> will do. I thank you for being there, okay. for being. And awesome. Keep, keep evolving because it's beautiful to witness, to receive. Namaste. Yeah. Namaste. Thank you very much. You're really kind. And I do love your energy. Namaste. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to go on to 203. Hi, two hundred three. You're on the air. Hi, Reverend. Hi. Thank you. I got disconnected twice, so I'm very grateful to be here. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Is um, Pat from Connecticut? Yes, it's Pat from Connecticut. Um, I just wanted to have a yeah. I have a question, but I also want to ask you, since you were speaking about the Bible, if we have a minute for that. Um, sure. So I spoke to my therapist regarding the issue with my son, and we wrote out together some concise questions to give to my daughter-in-law. I contacted her, and when she kind of understood what I'd be talking about, she said, can we do it another time? I didn't realize this was going to be so heavy, and blah, blah, blah. It kind of put me back because I don't want to uh, alienate her with these questions there, it's not. It's as light as possible. It's simply saying things like, you know, I'm being a mother and at a distance, my ideas might be out of context, so can you all help me? Can we think about this together? You know, is the daughter being right. affected by um, ragefulness and, and unstable moods? And is the mother overwhelmed by the son, the husband refusing to get help? And, you know, and is a granddaughter, uh, you know, being affected by this poorly? And can we all kind of get together and figure out what we can do in loving this family and Terry and um, before something tragic happens? Uh, with her reaction, she put it off for after Easter. And I'm just very nervous uh, that I'm going to step on their toes or I, I'm getting that you shouldn't you don't need to be nervous because you're grounded in goodness so that's the truth that's what you have to ground in the truth is is that there is an issue that has to keep you grounded there is an issue no matter which way you look at it upside down yeah. sideways over the top bend over it's there's an issue and it's not an an issue that can't be resolved with, yeah. uh, you know, correct behavior modification. Or And I do understand her putting it off. This is a, a family time, and she's not going to disrupt her fan, few days that she gets a year of happiness. Yeah. Um, and I believe it's just a few days. So um, And it's because of the holiday or the um, this 
you know, um, time. Uh, and so, yeah, I do believe, and she has to come to a reality too. Remember that yeah. she has to come to the reality of the truth. You've come to it because you've seen the behavior that needs to be modified. You've come to it because you are true in one thing. It's not trying to manipulate. It's trying to help. You only want yeah. what's in the best interest of the child, the grandchild, and, of course, for the marriage. But, you know, if it's for anything, it's for the child. And if the marriage is uh, the cost of keeping the child healthy, then, there has, then you know, the, the cost does have to be faced, and that's something she has to face, which is right. so much different than what you face, okay? Yeah. You can get rejection or hateful words sent to you and stuff like that, but that doesn't separate you from the person who is your hero, even if they are a, um, not a hero. Because what yeah. happens when you love somebody, you uh, you do put a false sense of a hero or ownership on them, of yeah. com- confidence. And when that is challenged or threat you the person that's losing the hero is off balance because they didn't you know they're seeing a perception that they can't believe and then right. uh, and they're in a situation that they can't get out of so you're doing the correct thing you just have to stay grounded and allow god now to interface with her you know yeah. she heard you um how well she heard you will uh, it's, it doesn't have to be immediately. What it has to be is a right. transition to, to the right thing. And uh, and I do believe she's uh, looking forward to, uh, you know, uh, egg hunt and fun stuff. Yes. So, yes. Um, yeah. So uh, that is part of her reality, that, you know, everything isn't rotten. And sometimes, even though some of it's bad, you don't want to uh, end it. Uh, and yeah. I don't think it has to end. Like I said, I believe that there is a resolution that's positive for everyone. It's just getting right. everybody to understand that there's a page that's available. And right. um, and it is going to be a process because everybody has to come through it at their stage of truth. And I know she heard you, but it's it scary. It, I got it. Okay. She's scared. Okay? She yeah, is okay. scared. She doesn't yeah. want... Uh, herself or her child to get hurt and it could be both you know i i believe she believes it's both that's what the fear that i get so um and in that she needs to you know she has to develop it herself but what you said just sparked it was a just a little light coming in that you know there's something that you know maybe i'm not thinking wrong maybe i did you know, because sometimes we misperceive things. Um, and the truth is is to find out what the actual, you know, root problem is. We don't have to go all the way to the bottom. Some people yeah. do. Okay, some yeah. people just do. Um, but I don't think that has to happen here. So I want you to stay positive. I want you to be happy and know that you've, like one round one, you spoke about it. Okay. That's okay. Round one. You know. Um, I, and as I, a, go ahead. I want. 
I want to tell you, I, I'm conscious of your time so much. I want to tell you that you, it was so thorough what you told me last time. I have listened to it over and over and over and over again. So helpful. I would like to ask if you could give a quick answer. Two more questions. I've been doing so much work on him on the past week, spiritually, on all different levels. Um, did I make any movement in his life at all with his perception? Yeah, um, I got a yes, yes, yes. That that vibration good. helps, and it does make a difference. So that is good work. So yes, I got that positively. And, and the, the second last, question, the last thing I did, Reverend James, was go to a new church, and I'm always looking for churches, and I never fit. And I always get irritated. And I asked for healing. And I was so pleased that people were there to pray with me. And honestly, Reverend James, I want to ask you this since you were talking about the Bible. I just don't get it. It makes me so angry. Have you, do you accept that Christ died for your sins on the cross? And, and, you, um, and they will not any further until you say yes. I, and I have a heart absolutely. Okay, the reason why Christ died was he didn't die. He he died for everyone's sin, not for any specific sin. He died right. so that our sin could be looked upon and forgiven. I do believe that happened. I do believe it, it, it. Yes, that it's a trinity. I do believe he's a. a a king among kings we're kings and queens or we're all kings and as but what he did was he did a sacrifice to show that uh that you do not have to uh destroy yourself because you've made a mistake in sin and uh that by him transmuting from uh, or ascending from death into life uh all sin was released. So as uh, the one problem I have with a lot of churches is they teach that, you know, you're a sinner. Yeah, Yeah. we are. But what we are are forgiven sinners and that we need to try to be just and good people. The Bible is, I really believe it's a manual, and you can use it to uh, enhance or fortify yourself when you're feeling low like some psalms just resonate and bring harmony to you um some stories of uh conquering or uh like david and goliath give you strength to understand that even the smallest person can be the strongest person um the weary person uh that's walked by by all the rich people on the side of the road starving and hungry and not fed and scoffed and looked down upon but who does christ go to he holds his hand to that person because he the light of a human is not measured by your wealth it's not measured by your um your position and it's not measured by your job or your cars or your house and all of that stuff that's all just illusion yeah. your true measure is your truth in humanity for humanity are you bringing humanity more light are you adding to the benefit and blessing of all and as, right. uh, and I try to tell everybody to you're to be blessing more that you bless then you become a blessing and then you are blessed so that you can be a full cup 
because from an empty cup you can't really give, but you can give something even if you are an empty cup. And that's yeah. what they show at the when the um, poor woman gives the pence uh, in honor of the love of God, that even in that humility, her pence, or her penny or whatever it was is more valuable than the, wow. the the Pharisee who's giving everything or has everything and gives nothing you know oh I give a thousand dollars or I give ten thousand dollars that doesn't make you more holy it's of wow. the heart essence that you give from so that's why I think it's a manual and in it if you follow everything um I really believe it says you're to become a good and just person. Yes. That, and yes. the more that you be good and just, the more that you bless and be blessed. And the more that you bless and be blessed, the more you add to the truth of life, heaven on earth. You can yes. actually add above, so below. Follow the manual. and But what um, uh, churches do is... And not all churches, and and I ha- and because I haven't been to churches in a long time, um, uh, there are when whenever you're taught restriction, there's something that needs to be looked at there. Okay, like if you can't be part of the com- the community because you don't understand Christ, then that is not a community you want to be in. Yep. You want to be in a community that's going to teach you how to understand Christ because there yep. is an understanding there. Um, or if they say, you know, uh, you're a sinner, and, you know, we you're going to not ascend or go to heaven, um, you know, that is also the wrong message. What they need to be teaching in churches is how to be a just and good person. And that means right. how to be community, how to be participate in community, how to be a light with other people, how to socialize with other people, how to enjoy other people, how to actually have the good life or heaven here. And that is um, community gardens, and that is community feeding, and that is community um, sharing. They are important in that way because they do create community. Um, yeah. So we just got to find that one. If it's restrictive, then you have to ask, or even you know. And you, I feel like if you're in a church that is restrictive, I mean, I was Catholic for a long time. Um, uh, you can justify staying with a group, or you can actually challenge the group to, uh, yeah. you know, to a reality. Uh, your reality, and if it doesn't resonate, then it might be time to move on, but you might educate someone, you know, and that might change. uh, You know, every minister is only as open as they allow God through them, you know, and some ministers don't even understand that, that it's God through you, not you teaching. Yeah. The teaching comes, you can say whatever you want all the time, but if uh, as a teacher, but it's not getting through unless God's allowing it. So yeah. um, I hope that helps. Yeah, the other, and, I'm the, it does. and I'm continually, you know, the next step is if they ever found, you know, when they asked me a certain question, I said, look, you know, I appreciate all religions from Buddhism to Hispanic, you know, religion where what I saw in New Mexico. And they all, they looked upset. And I said, look, I'm an artist. You know, I love what I love about every religion, blah, 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 and finally they accepted it. But if they ever knew that I was talking to someone like you, 
You would be the devil. You would be Satan. I know. That. And it's like, I know do that. I lie? Do I lie no. to be part no, of the lie. No, what you do have to do is say, um, you have to say, I um, follow what my heart leads me to follow. And um, if that requires, you know, if that's me asking somebody for uh, their opinion, then that's my choice. Um, yeah. It doesn't, you know, if they're judging you on your behavior uh, uh, um, when they don't know your behavior or don't understand your behavior, uh, they're not to be judges. Only God is to be the judge. Jesus died well, for sins because we all make mistakes. And, they're, not uh, they're not judging me. They think God is talking to them, not them. But, of course, yeah, they're, well, you know, confining me. Right. Okay. If they can All find right. you, then it, the restriction is not something for you. Is That's yeah. the truth. Um, it's not yeah. that you can't find value there, but the truth is, is maybe yeah. you're to educate them. You know, yeah. that is the other part. You know, um, that's, yeah. uh, that's actually why I became a minister, so that I could actually tell people, you know, what I witnessed. Because I witnessed right. things in Baptist churches that I wouldn't accept. And I witnessed things in Catholic church that I don't accept. And I don't accept, uh, and I have some very uh, close friends that taught me quite a bit about Jewish religion. Yeah. And I, you know, so I'm educated in a, a lot of religions. And I dated somebody who... Um, what was she? She was a Buddhist priestess, and um, you know, she taught me, you know, a lot of things about Buddhism and the philosophies and stuff like that. Um, so, it's you don't have to be necess- You have to be open to what your truth is. That's what yeah. it is. And if it's restrictive, then it's probably not the right place, or you're there to educate. That's right. how you have to do it. You know, I'm that's gonna go- and. And I'm gonna be go. proud of who you are. That's owning Thank your you. truth. Okay. I'm gonna go again. And you're... I'm gonna go again. <laughs> Sorry. I just so conscious of your time. I'm gonna go again and then try a synagogue. And I want I'm gonna send you my artwork since you were talking about okay. that as well. Oh, I'm awesome. a painter of awesome. animals. Oh, awesome. I'd love to see you. Uh, I I can't believe how many artists there are on here. I really can't that are uh real artists. I'm uh, like I said, I'm I just dabble or play with it when I uh, when the energy's flowing through me. Uh, well, okay, I do have a, to let you go like a, a couple more you're colors. A phenomenal, <laughs> you're, a ph- you're a phenomenal artist musically. So anyway, uh, thank you so much. Namaste okay. and again, thank much you. appreciation. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I don't know how good an artist I am. I get lots of opinions. Um, 717, you're on the air. Could I get your first name and where are you calling from? Hi, this is John in Pennsylvania. Hi, John. How can I help you today? Uh, I, I've recently been uh, doing some uh, some focusing on positive, making my life more positive, my thinking more positive. Mm-hmm. And, and I was actually going along quite well, and I had a major setback in a relationship that seems to have really stirred stirred that up and uh trying to get back on track and i just wanted to know was that is 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 that supposed to be a sign that this relationship isn't in alignment with my past or is is it just that it's getting realigned or or 
reorganized or um I don't get that it's uh from okay the first thing you said is it a um alignment with your past and that's not correct um I think uh I don't know if you're asking the right questions is what I'm kind of getting because um okay so what is the right question Okay, the right question is, um, is this relationship in my best and highest interest? And then from that, try to, uh, in, because for me to say, oh, it wasn't a good relationship, I, or you're not going to, uh, it's never going to survive and stuff like that, that is the wrong information to ever get from somebody. What you need to do is know your truth. And your and I think your confusion comes from that you're not asking the right question. So. If the relationship is in your best and highest interest, okay, so what you do is you just take 10 minutes, you still yourself, you breathe in through your nose, hold it for a few seconds and out through your mouth, and just still yourself and say, you know, is this relationship in my best and highest interest and should I pursue it? And just try to listen to what your truth is. And what will happen is you'll get a thousand little things running through your head. She does this and on and on and you'll start telling yourself stories, but you got to quiet the stories, okay? And then you get to the lower level of where you're seeking the information that's your truth. What is my truth? How did this actually, uh, you know, what did I get from the relationship? How did it benefit me? Was it in my best and highest interest? How do I feel about it now? What is the truth of what's going on? Why is there a, a space between us? You know, and then is it worth uh, um, moving forward again in the same situation? How, if I move forward in the same situation, can I um have a different result because what I have now is n- not honoring me, you know, does, uh, you know, um, and so you have to actually, it, you start out with the basic question, is it in my best, highest interest? But I gave you like 30 things that you can work on right there. Maybe not 30, like 10 things that you can ask questions to take it to the next level of your truth. Because what you're trying to understand is what is your truth? You were moving along fine and there's this element of discord. So if it was fine, then there wouldn't be no discord. So you have to look at yourself. Am I causing the discord? Did it, you know, um, what is actually the truth of what's going on? And then you have to, and one thing I want you to know is that a person can love you and not stay with you. Okay. Love doesn't, it's not something that, you know, some people love is for their whole entire life. It's not necessarily that for every single person. Um, we can reach a level of having loved someone and that can't go any further. And then it's no longer in your best and highest interest to stay there if you're not capable of moving forward together. You know, uh, because what you're talking about is a relationship. It's two people. It's And you're ones to complement the other so that you both have equal growth. Once you're a blessing, they're a blessing. You're a blessing, they're a blessing. And as you bless, you become a couple of blessed. Um, if one person's moving in a, a different direction and you're blessing them and blessing them and feeling good and feeling good, but the blessing isn't being received because they're on a different path and you either are not noticing it or you're not understanding where they're coming from uh, or you can't even perceive that there was something wrong, um, you know, then you have to 
let's go right to the root. Is Number one is the question, is moving forward with this relationship anymore in my best and highest interest? And evaluate it. Why is it in your best and highest interest? What are you getting from the relationship that um, keeps you committed? Because you have to be the hero for someone to um, to uh, be your hero, you know. Uh, and the way that you have risen to the relationship is uh, it, you're in confusion of how you're not the hero still. So you need to ask, am I the one causing it? What is she trying to tell me in uh, her uh, uh, communication, because communication is the trick. The In relationship, the only thing that possibly, the hardest thing ever in a, any relationship is to compromise, which means that nobody gets everything their way. Some people, you know, you, you have to compromise to some degree. Sometimes you have to wash the dishes. You know, that can be a compromise. Or even though you got a dishwasher. Or sometimes you have to cook, even though the other person really can cook and you can't cook or something. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? Yeah, well, she she's the type of attitude that um, it's my way or the highway, not going to compromise. And Well, um, is that in your best and highest interest? And ask yourself, is, uh, there are women that uh, um, need that type of individual where they cater directly to them to meet their needs. But that type of person has a tendency of insecurity. Anyone that wants to dominate a situation is not a person that's communicating correctly or is in anyone's best and highest interest. Anybody that dominates someone is, um, you know, making the other person have less. And that that doesn't complement you. What that does is it, it, it allows you to choose to do it or not do it, um, or and it's a manipulative type of uh, kind of behavior. But some men like, uh, all the women in my family are really strong women, and, uh, you know, I could never live with none of them. Uh, and But they have relationships that the men are okay with them being the dominant person and uh, dictating, you know, all this stuff. But when you awaken, you start to ask about yourself. And then if you start to focus on yourself, you realize, well, you know, that doesn't really seem fair, you know, that I have to, you know, do every single thing that they want. And so then you have to start communicating. That doesn't really work for me. I cho- I'm choosing at this point not to do that because, you know, I'm just not going to do it. I've chosen not to. And you can either honor that or not honor that and be mad about it, but that's... And so you start to own your truth. And when you do that, then you'll see that there's something better. You know, because there, in a real relationship, you want equality. You want... A, uh, you want... You can't always get what you want, but you can compromise to something that everybody can agree with. And... Uh, in a real relationship, you want to be honored. And if you're being dominated, I don't think you're being honored because that's putting you less. Do you understand that? Well, she doesn't necessarily want to control what I do, but she will by no means change anything about her or compromise 
it's like she's she's not going to change herself so it's either like take it or leave it as it is type thing it's not necessarily that she wants to control me okay then where's the growth in that relationship if she's unwilling to change and you want to have more harmony how are you going to get her to change you can't so there's no growth there so you're telling yourself the truth you know is this in my best and highest interest am i okay with living where she's not going to change you know, uh, what is in my best and highest interest? Is it better to find somebody that really uh, sees me as, you know, uh, it, it validates me as the true person that I am? You're supposed to rise up to be the best person that you can be. And if you're not being supported, then how are you supposed to be the best person you're supposed to be? And if they're not willing to change, then you have to either choose. This is where I'm going to stay because this is what I'm choosing. Uh, you can choose that. It doesn't mean it's wrong. And it's like, um, you know, both my sisters are in 25-year marriages, and they're both, uh, I, I mean, they're the strongest women I ever met. And they're both uh, self-made millionaires. So, uh, and you don't get there by being weak. Uh, and you don't get there by being passive. And so their husbands are more the passive type. But it doesn't mean that they don't honor their husbands too so that's where they can still grow you know they're not set in it's my way or the highway because that is no way uh, that means that you're saying okay I guess I have to leave because uh, there's no growth here I can't be better I can't have a happier life I can't do you know I can't live with the inconsistency of uh, no validation on my truth do you get that? Yeah, I I kind of get that, yeah. Okay. I understand it, but... Uh, you, can, you can listen to this in archive. Listen to it really carefully because it's a lot about relationship and communication. If she's unwilling to communicate and move forward with you, then, you know, then you're stuck. You're either going to allow it or not allow it. And then if you're... If you don't want to be stuck and you want more in your life, you know, we want the best life. We want to live a good life. And that means everybody has to be mutually happy, not just one person. Well, I mean, she she might just be – she says she's very slow. So maybe, you know, maybe, I'm not maybe saying that's that just saying. I'm saying to meditate on it, ask yourself. Right, to, to find my truth. Right. relationship. Yeah, find your truth because that's where you actually can know what you're talking about as far as, um, you know, how to communicate to her correctly why your needs aren't being met because there's part of it that aren't being met. And it's easy. Communication can resolve everything. I didn't. I, I don't say that you have to break up with her or anything. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is to look at it because there's answers there if you can look and there's answers there that will give you your truth. And when you know your truth as in your foundation, then you're coming from the right place. You're not afraid. If she wants to leave, then that obviously is a huge indicator that she's unhappy or willing to throw away a relationship that you're investing everything in over something. So, um, you know, that's a huge indicator of uh, somebody that's not, doesn't have your interest at all. 
so you have to really it's a I want you to start at the very beginning though, okay? Start with yourself and ask yourself, what do I get out of the relationship? What am I looking to have from the relationship? Where do I feel like the communication is wrong? How can I fortify this relationship so that it honors me as much as her? How can I get her to understand that, you know, uh, she doesn't need to be scared with me. I've given you, I'm investing all this with you. Because people that act like that um, had either um, discord in their youth that made them want to... Uh, made them value themselves as the only thing in the world and that isn't a person that's wanting a relationship that's a person that wants to be worshipped and it's different okay I do have to let you go I got a, one more caller I hope that helps okay thank okay. you very much it did thank you thank you bye and I'm going to go on to 917 hi 917 you made it <laughs> hello uh, are you on mute, 917? Hello? You held on all... Oh, you made it. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. I forgot I had put myself on mute. <laughs> I I knew you were there. I just couldn't... I was like, she must be on mute. Okay, good. Can I get Thank you? Thank you. I'm glad you... Uh, Casey, New York. Oh, wow, been enjoying your show. Thank you so much for your patience and for taking my call as well. Sure. Uh, I'm glad yeah. to help. How can I help you today? Yeah, um would like some guidance on this person I met uh, a couple days ago. I was just trying to be helpful in the library. They seemed to be giving him a hard time with the, and anyway, uh, and then I I met him a, a little while later out on the street uh, by a bus stop. And I ended up uh, walking with him and sitting on a bench and talking for a couple hours. I found him fascinating. I felt bad for him. And um, anyway, he was intriguing at the moment. And I ended up, you know, we ended up exchanging cell phone numbers. And he already called me that night and texted me and then yesterday. And um, I'm really not up for, you know, that much of relationship and I'm wondering about this guy and I'm thinking what did I do was this a mistake is there a meaning in this it's not a mistake uh what I get is that um oh my gosh it's flipped uh what I get is that uh, I'm supposed to tell you that everyone has a story okay we yeah. all tell our story okay and uh I when I look at it Moving forward into relationship, I get no. That that probably isn't the in your best and highest interest. But you got to ask it for yourself. I just don't feel like it is. Um, and I want you. The reason why they said it's a story is because the story always sounds right from the person that's telling it. Um, it's not necessarily the truth, though. And yeah. So I'm getting a little of a um, a caution. And I'm getting a little bit of that it's a story. A, a lot of it's a story. So um, how you move forward with that is really your choice. Um, I And I don't, I feel like also that because you gave him a ray of light, um, he, he, uh, he attached right away. So um, 
what you need to do is, what I would do is I would go into meditation and I would ask Archangel Michael to cut any negative cords uh, from you and ask uh, to, uh, where when you pull a cord out from, uh, it's an energy cord. When you meet people or you love a person or you connect with people or have a child, there's a cord. It's like a little thread that attaches to that person. And when a person has a, a, a hole, or um, they're a vacuum. So when they get light, they just want to suck it right as much because it fills them. You know, and it's a need that they know that they need, but they don't know how to get. And so I feel like you're a light. I feel like he's a vacuum. I feel like that you, what you need to do is uh, absolutely put up a little barrier. And I use uh, the Diamond Doma protection around myself. Uh, it's on my website. It's free. You can just look it up at psychicradioreadings.com. And I practice that every single morning so other people's energy doesn't attach to me. I think you can still communicate with this person, and I think it can go in many different directions because it has tentacles. So, um, And that's why the story doesn't come clear through me because there's more than one story. And uh, um, if it was one story, like I feel like you don't have multiple stories, okay? I feel like you have a story, but I don't mm-hmm. think you have multiple stories, okay? <laughs> Everybody has a story, but right. some people have multiple stories, okay? And so it's a lot harder to decipher what truth is, is when somebody, uh, and they can believe their stories, you know, but they are stories. And um, so I want you to move forward with caution and I want you to protect your energy field because I do feel like he needs light. Um, actually, you know, uh, yeah, I would. I do feel like you need to protect yourself, and I do feel like I don't want him to drain you. Is uh, what I'm. Uh, your energy and your vitality, and put you into uh, a fearful uh, place. What I want you to do yeah. is be the light that you are. Realize that. Um, even though it was an interesting story and you had great communications, it doesn't mean that you're going to allow them to attach to you. What you can do is evaluate the situation on a, on a, the basis that you want to and decipher how you want to move forward. Is this somebody I would mind having coffee with again? And, you know, it's I don't feel like it's a harmful thing. What I feel like is it's an energy draw. So if you went and had coffee with him, what would you recognize that wasn't right about the first story? Because that's how you tell, that's why people are supposed to date. It's because yeah. everybody has a story and you never get the real story until you're 10 stories in, you know, of, you know, whatever they were hiding or whatever they are hiding or whatever they're fearful of or whatever drove them to have that story. Do you get that? Well, I think I, I, my intuition or whatever kind of um, went there, um, I did, it wasn't at the moment because I was just taken in with, you know, intrigued by yeah. him and trying to figure him well, out I'm, and I felt bad for him. And, so I yeah, don't know. I was wondering been, is it if I'm, so I was just wondering if it's, if I was meant to meet him for any reason or was this just a happenstance and a learning thing for me or 
Um, no, it, it absolutely you're meant. Everything I believe, everything happens as it is. You're right where you're supposed to be. Things are happening to you the way that they're supposed to happen, so that you can become more than you are. A, more compassionate, more of a light, more of a gentle soul, more of understanding that there are uh, multiple facets to people, more educated on, um, you know, what's transpiring around yourself based on your truth. And you said, uh, my intuition kicked right in, and that did because there is a story there that even though it was interesting and you spent all that time and it was, you know, um, it doesn't mean that you then become the person's mother and it doesn't then become that you let them attach to you and it doesn't mean the, all of the other things that are transpiring. So that's when right. you step back and say, this isn't how things move forward correctly. You know, it's one thing to receive a call and, you know, and after you met somebody and uh, get a suggestion to go for coffee or, you know, um, not the coffee. Well, he did that all. too. <laughs> right. Yes. He did so, that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I just felt uh, the onslaught is was uh, yeah. it, it take it. You know that it attacked your energy field. It actually did. You felt overwhelmed in your energy yeah. field, and it created confusion. What am I actually feeling? <laughs> And it rightfully so, because your intuition's saying, "Wait, <laughs> wait," because <laughs> um, not that it can't be something. Because look at everybody changes. We're all changing every single day, every single moment. Uh, the thing is, is uh, what are your choices in how you?